Welcome to Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, so welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Last week on our show, obviously me and Jason brought up a segment that hopefully you know hey, we can get off the ground this week in Carolina Corner. Hey, covering all things Carolina sports base, the Hornets, the Hurricanes, Sally the Panthers. No, <laughs> anyway, do we have a call on the line tonight? James Newton, he's going to start us off, hopefully, with the Carolina Hurricanes, Charlotte Hornets, and leave those sorry Panthers for last. James, what's happening, baby? Go ahead, start us James. Off with some tell us what your thoughts are. What's going on, guys? Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, let's jump. Let's jump right into. Uh, let's jump right into the Hurricanes. Eh? They just uh, they just got their eighth win in a row. Oh, um, Carolina's winning something! Whoa! Yeah. Oh God, it feels. I good. actually know who the Red Wings are. That's amazing. <laughs> Usually, when I think yeah, of Red hey, Wings, the Red Wings ain't as good as they used to be, though. Yeah, but where do they come from? Yeah, the Red Wings they, they used to be good, but uh, Detroit. Okay. I didn't think I was crazy. All right, cool. So it's a win, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a winning culture up there in Detroit, you know. So. Oh right, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. We had a caller last week, Bob, who was talking to us about some hockey, and he, you know, basically said that Sidney Crosby is the Tom Brady of hockey. Who would you say James is the you know a Tom Brady or greatest winner of the Carolina Hurricanes this year? I'd say over the, for the Hurricanes this year, I'm going to go with Andre Sveshnikov. Yes, he's kind of uh, holding it down. Okay. Um, I think uh, he's got about uh, tw- 22 total points this year. Um, he's kind of low on the goal count, but he's a playmaker. Uh, so he gets the puck around. He gets it in front of the net. And he sets the other guys up. Nice. Um, I think Ajo is, uh, is, is is a top second because he's our leading goal scorer. Um, or, or leading point scorer, rather. Um, and then, yeah, I say on the defense side, uh, Dougie Hamilton, um, he's, he's going to down too. He had a shorthanded goal tonight um, against, the, uh, against the Red Wings and Kind of set the tone teach pretty early in the game. Te- teach me how to Dougie. <laughs> so is that his walkout song? <laughs> <laughs> so is hockey scored. I wish they had walkout songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah you got to have that. At, you know what I'm saying? If your name is Dougie. Yeah. Is uh, <laughs> hockey scored in the same way as soccer yeah, as far right. as like you also get a point if like you have an assist or whatnot? Or how is that typically scored? Because I have no earthly idea. No, nah, man, you don't get a point to what goes yeah, in the no, net, absolutely. bro. Yeah, but, but you still have an assist. Am I correct? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but those assists. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're both one point, so it's not like two points for a goal. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, one that's point not what per I'm goal, one yeah. point per assist. Okay, I'm not crazy then. So. How, well, you're crazy, but not because of that, yeah. <laughs> that is fair. That is very much fair, James. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's crazy because he promised the world he'd be doing that fifth level of the death nut tonight. It ain't happening, Captain. You saw what happened last week. It's not, like, it's not in the cars in your deck or mine. Weak, weak, you call weak, what you weak. want, player. I was three levels past you, though. You feel what I'm hey, saying? Hey, I just know thyself. I don't promise the world I'm hitting five, And man. I know me. I stopped at four. That's enough. All right, so we talked about the Hurricanes. We talked about Dougie making a shorthanded goal, leading the Hurricanes to their eighth straight victory. If I must say, as a Carolina-born boy, it's nice to have a team in our state uh, doing something well on the professional level. Yeah, you just we, our college is holding it down. Yeah, right college here. holds it down, but professionally we got something. So let's transition to another North Carolina team that's starting to make that transition and changing the atmosphere, and that is the Carolina. I mean, the Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets, Hornets yep. from Carolina. So tell us what your thoughts is on that, James. I mean, I mean, how do you feel about them? Are they winning you over? Are you, are they making you want to pay to go see a game? Maybe buy a jersey. Man. 
let me say this this year's been pretty unexpected. Um, you know, we didn't expect old uh, Lonzo Ball to hit it off the way he has. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, we just thought, hey, we still got Terry, we still got Terry Rozier, man, starting back there as point guard. I mean, it's, how how good can you really be? But uh, no, man, Lonzo's been holding down. Um, I'll say I'll say they they've overexceeded expectations for sure this year. Um, yeah. I mean, they're above 500 which is which is that's amazing right here for our basketball team yeah for a small yeah. market team yeah like you know what i'm saying that's after you know what i'm saying winning the title is above 500 right here for the hornets but you know obviously Melo come in uh he being picked second behind james wise or no he was picked third behind james wise wiseman and anthony edwards going to minnesota and uh golden state but how do you feel about you know him in the same fold as scary terry and Devonte graham because i feel like that it's kind of like the odd man out in that backcourt though do you think that you know Hey, Graham is going to come off the bench. He'd be like a score. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, I felt so good for Graham last year because he, man, he was, he was he doing really out. good. You know, we yeah. were like, man, we're really missing Kimba. We were, we were missing Kimba so much last year or in the year before. And then, then Graham comes in and he, he, you know, he steps it up. And then uh, this year, he's just kind of having a down year, which I think is the reason he's that he's right? getting more, you know, some more action because of that. Um, I think he was said earlier. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's still out, though. Um, I didn't catch the game yesterday, but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Y'all got one big problem in Charlotte. I noticed though, and that's a Zeller brother is playing center for y'all and Bismack Biombo. How was he still in the NBA? That's not the only problem they got. Bismack Biombo. Great name. Terrible <laughs> player. Last night. It's like every time he caught a touch pass in the post, he'd fumble the ball or he'd give it away or he'd take a wild shot. He just he doesn't seem to have any kind of posting yeah, yeah. you know to speak of. Hopefully, uh hey Vernon Carey, who's a former Duke player and Richards who played in Kentucky, those guys come up last week out of the G League from Greensboro Swarm. Hopefully those guys can hopefully give you guys halfway, you know, some you know, hey, production in the paint, but right now y'all don't have them. Hayward's look good and PJ Washington yeah. has looked great. Hayward has been a huge signing down there in Charlotte Charlotte, man. How you feel about Gordon Hayward down there? Man, Hayward I love it, man. I love Hayward. I'm glad he's back to his all star form. Yeah, like um God. Yeah, I'm glad we got Hay I'm glad we got Hayward so we don't yeah. have to have Biz and Zeller starting. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they, yeah they, but, can, they can be pretty rough. Yeah, but that's yeah, not yeah, the, they're they're hitting their stride, man. They just gotta they just gotta lock it down on defense a little bit more. Yeah, but that's not the only problem that you have in Charlotte. The other problem you have down there is the kitty cats <laughs> and the decision making that's going on yeah. in that in that uh in in that organization, I mean, and maybe maybe you think differently, Mister Newton. You tell me what how what is your thoughts on some of the decisions that's made this off season for the Panthers? Are the, are you any more excited for what you think they're going to do um, next year? Or do you think they're doing making the right choices on the free agency calls? You thinking they made the right choice in keeping Teddy, or at least continue to talk about keeping Teddy for now? <laughs> that's for now, for um, sure. And, and <laughs> what are you hoping they do during free agency? What are you hoping they do during the draft that might you know better set them up for? success next season next season yeah man so as far as uh do i think they're doing a good job i say let's judge them after the draft this year and see how that plays out i think the the deshaun watson train never came into town um so a lot of people hype that up so right yeah that's unfortunately we're gonna be fans. stuck with old teddy yeah that's teddy. Just, yeah that's crazy <laughs> we're gonna be fans. stuck with teddy teddy check down <laughs> why y'all oh, hate yeah. teddy so bad crazy I don't fans, like teddy. I don't hate him as long as he's in Carolina. Teddy's a, he's, a, he's a great he's a great guy. Yeah. He just can't throw it past the past the past the uh, first down marker. Yeah, but Drew Brees has um, made a whole career. Yeah, doing I, mean, that. I, <laughs> eh, I wouldn't go you that far. Comparing Teddy Bridgewater to Drew Brees. 
I know, and he, I had to try. It makes sense. Make he also good, says man. Kirk Cousins ain't good, so you know he's crazy yeah. when it comes to quarterbacks. Eight minutes. So, <laughs> James, who do you think? Uh, hey, y'all stayed there with the eighth pick in the first round. Is it Mac Jones, Justin Fields? Because I got an idea of who you got. You know, what I'm saying they should take, and that's Michael Parsons, middle linebacker out of Penn State, who took the year off. Y'all need somebody to hold down y'all's yeah. defense, and I think Michael Parsons is that guy. I wouldn't be fr- opposed to. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to Parsons or uh, or or uh, what Penesta well. Oh, he ain't gonna fall that far. He um, kiss that goodbye. If we don't get it. I know, I know. And Pinetti's not falling to hey, eight. Man, he, he, never know. he, he ain't getting past five in Cincinnati. No shot. There's not a snowball's chance in Hades. Dude. He gets past five. Hey, <laughs> now, if he does, it better be the Panthers fastest draft. You never huh? know. Yeah, that's true, too, though. But it better be the fastest pickup in the Panthers, 2021 Panthers draft. I'm thinking they're trading up, personally. I think. For as long as for Wilson. I, I really think. I think he's going to go to the Jets at two. I, I, I no, the know, Jets going to pick Fields. Y'all going to get Mac Jones. Jets are going to take Fields. Because the, the, it's going to be a traditional. Yeah, I'm starting, I'm starting to see. Huh? But uh, but I, I I'm starting to see the the Mac Jones connection. I'm starting to see the buzz around that. But I hope not. What? I but, guess no, um, over Mac Jones, I'd rather have Fields. Who would you rather have them take? Um, I'd say Fields because they can't get old uh, Trevor Lawrence. So oh, that's fair yeah. enough. There's not really a lot enough. of options. I mean, you guys. I'd take Wilson over Fields. I'd take uh-huh. Wilson over Fields. Man, I'd stick with Teddy B, have McCaffrey come back and build that defense, man, because I don't think it's that bad, man. Bridgewater didn't have McCaffrey last year. That's, That's 100 catches, 1,000 yards rushing, 1,200 yards catching, and probably 18 to 22 touchdowns, man. They let Bridgewater have some. All right, we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors. I appreciate you, James. Yes, sir. Thanks so much, James. Thank you to Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this hour of Third Nate here on Next Door Radio at nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to talk free agency, Washington, Carolina, Green Bay, Jags, all of them. we got a special guest calling in from Virginia to help us wade through the nonsense. Back to third and eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show with your hosts, Brandon and Jason. Hey guys, so welcome back to the third and eight on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Last segment has some Carolina Hurricanes or Hornets Panther talk. This segment's going to be some Redskins talk, or excuse me, some team talk. <laughs> I got you. I said it. He's wearing his jacket. My bad. <laughs> some NFL talk. So we're going to, you know, hopefully everything goes well. I have a call on the line. Hey, Christian, Amanda, what's going on with you? Man, I'm good. Uh, I can do that Redskins thing too, man. It's 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 still not right to call it Washington football. It feels team, funny, man. It, it feels funny to it's me. It's like, almost sacrilegious. Jason's got his his Redskins emblem on, like right in front of me. The wearing this like number eight with that Kirk, Kirk Cousins jersey. Our wonder years, baby. Yeah, and y'all still <laughs> went y'all still went seventy nine on your wonder years. Shut Imagine your mouth. that. Shut your mouth. That's so, no. Christian. Have you got? <laughs> Let, yeah, me you you Let me tell you how we met. Let me tell you how me and Christian met. So we're in this group, right? We're in a Redskins fan page group, and I'm always in there trying to start conversations. You with start people. arguments, baby. Yeah, I know you know how it is. We got to find people that's engaging. <laughs> yeah, he does. He starts arguments, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets personal about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know my friend. Trust me, I'm very aware. <laughs> hey, look. So I always look for somebody <laughs> that responds back, and when they respond back, and I feel like there's good banter, I invite them to come yeah, on the show, fair. like because you don't want some lame guy that's going to be nice and all yeah. that. Stuff. So Christian gives oh, a little. Christian gives some sweet. 
text back, and I'm like, all right, I like this dude. So I say, hey, Chris, if you want to come on the show, come on the show. But we started our argument over Washington's free agency moves okay. and who we think is going to be the starting quarterback in Washington come the start right. of the football season this year. Obviously, I'm all in favor of not rocking the boat. We got Taylor Heineke. Let's keep him, right? Wrong. Let's go. Yeah, I know you're wrong. Yeah, shut up. No. Yeah. And Christian over here, he's like, <laughs> no, we got to go find this or that, you know, like, try to make the miracle and, and all this. And I'm like, let's not give up any draft picks. Let's not give up any stupid <laughs> money. We got a young guy that's got plenty of talent. And he responds and he says, he's not proven, which I can't argue with that no, on the can't. professional level. But like with anybody, well, just like when you guys are talking Trevor Lawrence, you guys are talking Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, what are you talking about? Because they've not played in the NFL. You say, well, let's look at their college film. So let's look at Taylor Heineke's college film. The guy broke just about every FBC record there is. And so did Colt Brennan in Hawaii, though, and he uh, was out of the league in one year. Wish you Okay. And, and so, Case Keenum back in Houston. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And? Okay. So, Christian, who do you feel oh, that y'all should okay, go out and get? Oh, who's going first, me or you? Go ahead, Christian. Go ahead, man. Yeah, go ahead. I'll go. Okay, then I'll go. Though. Okay, great story, obviously. Like, the moment was amazing to see a guy, honestly, between all the quarterbacks that Brady saw, outplay Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers down the playoff stretch. Like, that's crazy. That's At fair. the same time, though, let's put context back during that time. When that game happened, the entire week we were toying with Alex Smith playing or not. There yep. was this controversy of, will his leg be good? Will he not? Heineke didn't get the official not, I don't think, until like Saturday night. It like broke out. Or yeah, it was Saturday, late. Saturday night, rather. Saturday, it broke yeah, out Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Heineke yeah. was officially called the starter. Um, we also got to realize Tampa was out Levante David, which I don't know if y'all saw, but like that dude was a monster In all animal. year. Yeah. Um, and in the, in the Super Bowl especially, man, that dude was just crazy. Um and, I mean, just throw, that throws a wrench in how Todd Bowles approaches the game plan because, obviously, with Smith, you have no, no no mobility. You have to worry about a QB getting out of the pocket, whereas Heineke, at the very least, if he's anything, he's mobile. Um, the team, I think, had the perfect storm of catching Tampa's defense off guard, and I think the game overall, I mean, I can't put any stock in Heineke yet. I mean, I have to see a body of work, and there isn't one. I mean, there just really isn't. Okay, um, hold on a second. Paul's right there. Let's go, go back. Ahead. Like you said, let's keep it in context. We saw what Tampa did to Green Bay. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is a mobile quarterback, whether people want to admit it or not. He is Mm -hmm. not shy when it comes to using his legs to keep the play alive. We saw what they did to Patrick Mahomes, who's a mobile quarterback. They shut him Mm -hmm. down. He's also got one of the best arms in the NFL. They stopped him. They had a full half of preparation. Yeah, you could say they wasn't sure if Heineke would get the nod or not. So the first half, maybe he should have had an advantage against them. His best plays came in the second half. When they went into the locker room and could have adjusted to anything that he was doing, they got one of the best defensive fronts in all the NFL. They got one of the best defenses in the NFL. The best linebacker court. Were they missing Devin White? Yes. Is he a great player? Yes. But do they also, is their backup to him better than the most of the rest of the NFL linebackers? Yes. He's not a scrub. And these guys come out in the second half, and they didn't look any better against him. There was one drive that Heineke did not perform at an excellent level. It was the time that his shoulder, it was in mid-injury. He was still feeling the pain from that, I think it was a shoulder sprain right after that touchdown run. It was the drive that if he could have took him down the field, which he had proven all night he could do, 
and put points on the board, it would have been a different game. And we could play the what-ifs all night long, so I'm not going to stay there. But I noticed a difference when Heineke's at his 100% when he's not. I also noticed a difference when Heineke was on the field at the end of the Carolina game. And you talk about that and people say, well, they were in prevent coverage. Didn't stop him from throwing the ball deep over their heads. That's not what, that's what you're supposed to stop and prevent. He was putting it over their heads. Did he chunk it underneath some? Yeah, he did. He was smart. He said, if they're going to give it to me short, I'm going to take it. But then he put it in the end zone over their heads. He read multiple drives down the field in the fourth quarter against the Panthers and almost beat them when he only had a quarter to play, less than a whole quarter to yeah, play. Yeah, but as Christian said, hey, like, Here's hey. the thing, though, as well, I would also, I would counter as well, though, you got to remember, he had no pressure either game. And that was not my just point. That, who is he compared to? Dwayne Haskins. Like, anybody Anything after Dwayne Haskins is going to look like a star. Oh, That's right. That dude was terrible. Oh, my God. Like, grass tastes like steak. Haskins was dirt. god-awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was god-awful. I agree. God-awful. Like, here's the thing, like, Here's where I fall as far as saying Heineke goes. You don't want to waste a good defense on a quarterback who's 28 years old, unproven in the NFL. You can say he's proven because he's had a game in a quarter. A quarterback that with a game in a quarter during the league is not proven. You need to go out and get a guy who's at least had some kind of marginal no. success in the NFL. Who? Who? Who are people? Who are people wanting to go after? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold proved he could get his he's butt. He played with he, the Jets. He got it. But what did he prove to you? That, that he that played he, on the Jets. Yeah. That he could survive getting that he played sacked. On the Jets. <laughs> I mean, that, what? What though? He had one of the. Hey, you can talk about the Jets all you, you want to. Okay, wait, wait, Adam Gase is a horrible coach, but you can't talk they, smack wait. about that receiving yeah, core. Yes, you yeah. can. They have a bottom three in the league. Oh my God, dude! But you, me and Jason just unhealthy. cut their fast. Most of they they're good. Anderson Walk, and they just—they're probably going to cut Crowder. Yeah, and those are the best receivers in the past the years. They're literally the, probably the worst offensive roster in football. I wouldn't even say the Jets. Heineke is a great story. I really think if he ends up starting week one, hey, by week seven or eight, he'll be benched. Whatever, bro. You have lost your mind. Y'all went through five quarterbacks last year. Jason, y'all have a horrendous record with quarterbacks. Y'all can see a Y'all can see a quarterback if it was Pat Mahomes in front of you. No, we did. No, we don't have a ho- we do have horrible records with quarterbacks and not taking care of them. Like when RG3, who was everything that we wanted in a quarterback. Nobody can talk junk about RG3. He come out, he played his butt off. He gets injured, and he's got the heart. But he's got the heart that yeah, everybody wanted. Yeah, but even before that, it was the coach's yeah. fault because here comes RG3 off the he's field injured, yeah. and he's like, put me back on the field, coach. Even though my leg's hanging off, I can still make yeah. a difference and win the game. And then you got Shanahan, who mm-hmm. happens to be one of the best coaches in the NFL of all time. I think he learned opinion. from that experience, too. And he should have anyway. learned. Mike because, didn't because he let them come back. You let yeah. the quarterback, and I love it. Dude, RG3 sold himself. He sold the moment. He's everything you want in a quarterback. Yes, I want my best quarterback on the field. But you don't listen to the quarterback when his leg's hanging off. Yeah. And he let him back out, and you ruined See, his career. The thing is with Heineke, though, the thing I have with Heineke is it really isn't Heineke. It's what Ron Rivera has shown us. And, I mean, I don't know if you guys watch Skip and Shannon much, but I remember Shannon a lot will say he's, uh, his grandfather would tell him that he sees better than he hears. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, – Schefter Rappaport uh, report that went out that showed that we tried to offer a first and third to Detroit for Stafford. Like, right. if, if we're really that sold on, on Heineke, then why would the coaches go after a quarterback that isn't on the roster? Because I'm telling you, that to me is enough. To, that's enough proof in the pudding right there to tell yeah, me the coaches they're don't not, Heineke's the They're guy. not sold on him. He was the fifth guy there last year to start. If they were sold on him, he'd have been at least two or three. Okay, look. If Kyle Allen's healthy after that horrible anchor injury, ankle injury, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, not, I'm not saying they're they're sold on him. 
Right. You're but sold I, on him. Yeah, but I'm not putting <laughs> stock in Ron Rivera. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting stock in Ron Rivera, who's a defensive-minded coach, who has never shown great uh, poise for picking quarterbacks. Cam was his quarterback, who's not a great quarterback. He's never been a great quarterback. He's been a great athlete. He had one good year, yeah. but yeah, he was he a great athlete. MVP. Yeah, but what are you talking about? He had one good year, bro. He had one good year. I think if Cam yeah, had... If Cam had got signed today by Washington and not signed in New England, if like, you know, he was a freezer and got signed today, he'd be the best quarterback y'all have had in about six years. You're crazy. No, no. No, I'm not crazy. You're wrong. Let me say this about Cam. Cam at this moment would absolutely be terrible for us. That dude is a shell of what he was. Oh, absolutely. Now, if you told me 2015 Cam walked in the door, absolutely. Okay, obviously. I would take 2015 Cam. Cam is terrible. Yeah, I would take 2015 Cam all day long. But that's the problem. It was one year of him that I could handle. The rest of it was kind of like, oh, yeah, he's really good. He's kind of cool in this system, but he can only read half the field. This is why I'm sold on Heineke. He was the best player in Georgia history as a quarterback. At his during his time, nobody Georgia High School. Yeah, Georgia High School. Okay. Nobody looked at him. Right, okay. go back and read his story. Yeah, nobody looked at Dominion. him because he was short. Okay, all right. And at the time, you it, like the underdog story. I that's, do like the underdog. That's the he goes to Old Dominion and breaks all those records. Plays his butt off. Then why wouldn't you like Sam Darnold at this point? Then if we're doing underdog stories, I mean. The, Blown he's, as it kind he's of seems like Blown career with the Jets so far. But he's Maybe not an underdog. He's not an underdog. And he would be at this point. Not really. I think, like, honestly, and after this, you know what I'm saying, that we can move on and talk about a, hopefully a couple other teams, but I think Washington is one wide receiver away and a quarterback away. That's right. From the contending. They got the quarterback. Yeah. You don't have to trust me. You don't have to trust I'd me. Add, I'd also add middle linebacker and free safety. That, okay, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm if good we with got a root Keekly for this defense, that defense would be elite. That's what I'm saying. Use our draft picks on the defense and wide receiver needs that we have and look for them in free agency too. Because Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Holcomb, Gibson, McKissick, Terry McLaurin, they all told you who needs to be the quarterback there. Taylor Heineke. They said it. Nobody works harder. Nobody plays with more ice in their vein. And nobody done on that football field for that team what Taylor done in a game and a half. Y'all should have kept Alex Smith. That man was 5-1 last year with a gimp leg. Yeah, but no, but no, he didn't inspire anybody. Nah, that's a misleading stat. The, he, he, he had a QBR that was like 32 for that stretch of game. Oh, that's not good, then. We were winning because of the run game and defense. Exactly. He, he, exactly. he isn't the answer at this point. The thing with Alex Smith is that people mistake his high floor for a high potential. He has a high floor but a low ceiling. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. San Francisco moved on from him. He, he's been Patrick, that way his whole career. And then the, the Chiefs moved on with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, well, would you agree to this about, about especially with the quarterback position, or, or honestly, any great player, right? Good, Good player. That might not yeah. be, you know, the pro-typical type. It's, would you, would you say that there's some players that just do more on the field on game day than they could ever show you during a practice? That just has that special thing yeah. on the field that when the play breaks down, they make things happen. That's Taylor. Yeah, I would say that. That's Taylor. He showed you that against the number one defense in the league. He said, even when everything breaks down, I'm not going to be afraid. But it was one game. No, it wasn't. Just, you know, he did it against Carolina. You know what Carolina. he reminds me of? Now, you ever seen Friday Night Lights? Yes. Okay. So when Jason Street, you know what I'm saying, got paralyzed episode one to Matt Sarah should come in, right? 
Taylor Heineken reminds me of Matt Saracen. Yeah. He's just good enough to get you by with, you know, Smash Williams and Tim Riggins and a great defense. And here comes, you know, hey, J.D. McCoy. But, but that's Y'all not, need but J.D. On. McCoy. That's not what happened against Tampa Bay. <clears throat> yeah, but you it, can't. It, but, one but game I'm does not you. mean the season. Pat Mahomes at bad in the Super Bowl and uh, – like Heineken looked good in one playoff game. No, I'm no, not no. trading Patrick against Pat no. Mahomes. Patrick, well, you take whoever you want. Take whoever you want. Patrick Mahomes did just look good, bad in the Super Bowl. He looked bad against any defense that got pressure on him. And in fourteen and two or fourteen and one. Okay. Hey, Christian, I got one more question for you about, especially quarterbacks in y'all's division. How you feel about Dallas Cowboys deciding that Prescott? Good for them. I mean. I think Dak is a good quarterback. I'm not going to say he's great. I mean, at the same, because the, the obvious answer always when it comes to quarterbacks and, and whatnot is who's going to be the next guy up and their next options would have been Dalton or some rookie, which I mean, I can say pretty strongly at this point, I don't think any rookie or any uh, uh, Dalton or other, some kind of backup or veteran is going to be the same level of Dak. Now no. I'll say this much. I'm not paying Dak Prescott $40 million. To no, like that. not a year, I, I bro. No. Um, Heck no. no. That, that bracket of cost is something only for a Mahomes, for a Deshaun Watson, soon to be Josh Allen, those kind of guys. You have yeah. to be a definitive top five quarterback, or I'm not paying you that much. See, I think Jerry um, Jones is still stuck I, in the 90s. It's like he thinks like that all you yeah, need yeah, is obviously. one good wide receiver, one good running back, and one good quarterback. Bro, that's not how the game was played anymore in 2021, Jerry. And that's no. Cowboys' biggest problem. Uh, in my I will opinion. tell you guys right now. Mark, I'm saying it today. Mark the date. Mark the time. Seventy-five million dollars are next year for that Prescott. That is nuts. Yeah, oh, it's Ain't no insane. Way. But, Ain't but no way. Here, one. I'm laying it on the ground right now for all my Washington team fans. <coughs> for anybody out there listening, if Taylor Heineke is given the opportunity to start this year, he will be the best quarterback in the NFC East. Mark my words. Every stat line, he'll win. Mark my words. He no. proved it. Dak will beat him out. By no, he won't. Dude, Dak, Dak ain't, Dak ain't going to throw 300 yards against Tampa Bay. He was okay. throwing 500 yards against Tampa Bay. He has whack teams, bro. He has but the best receiving stats. core in the, in the whole NFC East. But you're still going to preach the full hotel on Dak. Dak. That's why I received uh, so like, oh God, No, no, no. Watson doesn't have. That's what <laughs> no, I'm saying. He got Taylor, Gallup, hey, Cooper. Taylor, Taylor Heineke, he averaged 285 yards passing every game in college game. and threw for 750, what, 730 yards in a single game. You give that kid a chance, a real chance, not a not a five-quarter chance, a real yeah, chance. Yeah, college stats don't transfer to the NFL. I bet you played Old Dominion. Tua's a horrible quarterback. Trash, because he's scared to throw the ball down the field. He's frightened. We'll yeah. see how he looks after a full year. He ain't going to have a full year because if Deshaun Watson ends up in Miami, hey. nobody wants him. It ain't, it ain't but one player I wouldn't trade up for Watson straight up, and that's, well, two, maybe Mahomes and Rodgers. And I may even go Josh Allen based on Rodgers. They used to be fair. Dude, I would tra- one good yeah. year for Josh Allen. Slam the brakes, bro. I like him, but oh, pump yeah. them brakes oh, hard. I agree 100%. Two horrible years. Yeah, plus you want to talk about proven? This guy had a yeah, job. Yeah, but those ever- are development years. Like, you have to update your resume. That is true, I'll tell you what, Christian. Really top quarterback. I'll tell you what, Christian. Give Taylor Heineke uh, 32 games like you gave Josh Allen, and he's going to look twice the quarterback Josh Allen was. He ain't going to make it through a fourth or 32. Whatever. So, Christian, how do you feel about being – I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you, man, like this is every week. Like he he falls in love you know, with these underdogs, and I like I get the biasness of you know having a guy who comes in who's a feel good story, but at the same time a feel good story. It ain't a feel good story. It's the not, only quarterback that produced this year. Does not translate to wins, okay. and by producing he means no, going zero one. Like you can't. So 
He lost to Tom Brady, like Drew Brees, like Aaron Rodgers, like Pat Mahomes, Mahomes, and he outperformed all of them. And still lost. Okay. He did. I mean, for that one game, I'll give him that. He did outperform all of them, but again. All right. So you think that was much of the NFL's fine talent. Don't you think if he was good, he'd have been given a chance? No, because some – no, dude, there's so much pressure on these coaches. You don't see quarterbacks develop just this late in that career, I'm telling you you right now. It's been one, Kurt Warner. He's not Kurt Warner. You don't know that. You don't know that because whoever saw Kurt Warner bagging groceries probably said the same ignorant thing that you just did. That's, yep, he's never going to be a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. You don't know. I can tell you he was given, what, six quarters. He's he also was, given two on. years in Carolina. No, he it wasn't sucked. given a full two years. He was given five games. He got a little play time in each and one full game. And he was injured. How was he in those, how was he in those games? He, he never didn't play won. horrible. <laughs> he was injured. He never had. He was yeah, coming. okay, thank you. Exactly. That's my point. He was so, a backup for a reason over there. Hold on, though, Christian. If we go off that mentality and that logic, Tom Brady would have never made it to the NFL because his He's co- the exception, no, not the no, rule, bro. No, bro, it's not. That's not true. You don't know that just because these co- yes, look, he these professional How coaches. Six quarterbacks are go here, here you go. <laughs> no, here it goes. You got these pro style scouts and quarterbacks that are under so much pressure to pick. The guy. And every time, they get it wrong way more than they get it right. So when they don't pick a guy, when they don't, but but when they don't pick a guy and somebody says that guy's actually good, they should look at him. You guys are like, nah, if he was good, he'd have been found. No, they're so busy looking for the 4-4 guy or the 6-foot-6 guy that's the pro-typical quarterback or the new pro-typical that can run a 4-4-40. They stop paying attention to the little guy that has the it factor that just finds a freaking way to make it happen. And Taylor Heineke's the guy that found a way to make it happen. And by make it happen, he means lost. Whoa, Christian, real God, quick. Here we yes go, or no. This is, our, this is our last question before we head it out, man. I appreciate you calling in. Last question, yes or no answer. Do you think that, uh, hey, Kirk Cousins is elite, or yes or no? No. I bro, appreciate you calling on third and eight and next to radio and next to radio. He said it doesn't make it true, bro. <laughs> Whatever. He, he, okay, I'll say Welcome back to 3rd and 8 here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, so welcome back to 3rd and 8 on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. As we're covering in our last segment, a little bit of free agency NFL talk, and we're going to start off our last segment by doing a little bit more than we're heading into some NCAA tournament bracket stuff, RIP Duke's chances. Jason, how you feel about the Taysom Hill signing in New Orleans? I like it. I like Taysom. It's of a smart move. Uh, it clears up cap space for them. I understand why they did it. It's avoidable contract. Yep. Hey, after, um, yeah. and, hey, after next year, it's all avoidable. Uh, I think that he's makes gonna sense, be, though. He's going to be the starting quarterback in in New Orleans, in my opinion. I have never seen a coach who loves a quarterback that's never been a quarterback more than Sean Payton. He's been more than a quarterback. Look, that's my point, but he ain't been a quarterback. You know, Steve Young used to try to be the quarterback and the receiver. Taysom Hill actually accomplished it. Well, that's fine, but... Yeah, but I can be a carpenter and a plumber all at one time. And that Are you telling I, me you wouldn't you wouldn't want Taysom Hill on your team? Not as my starting quarterback. It's a difference. Why? He did well with as their starting. So quarterback. did Teddy Bridgewater. What's your point? He went five and zero. What's your point? Don't worry, I'll wait. 
There is no P. I don't know what you have against talented quarterbacks. I don't, Jason. You have been over here bashing Jackson for six months now. He's not a real quarterback. That man should play quarterback. And I then, didn't say that. I said he's a halfback doing halfback passes. So what is Taysom Hill then? The man who's actually played he's everything. The man who's actually played wide receiver, who's the, played punt returner. Yeah. So you want a gadget play? Just so we're clear. So you never have to say anything bad about Jackson ever again. You want a gadget player as your quarterback. Don't worry, y'all wait. Because you put yourself in this corner. Baby, you backed yourself here. Um, I have no problem with a gadget player at quarterback. <laughs> okay. I have no problem with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Okay. I just don't think he's producing for the uh, Baltimore Ravens now. You're right. 11-5 for three seasons straight. Okay. What? And it's be- not producing? One of the best MVP? defenses in the NFL. I mean, I think he's got – you take away that defense, is he 11-5? If you take away the defense, most quarterbacks are 11-5. I'm five. just saying. So they don't act like he's the one doing it. He's their only offensive threat. Okay. They ain't one of the skilled player on the Ravens who's any good. Marquise Brown. He had 700 yards last year. What's your criteria? You're he good ain't got a quarterback to throw in the ball. Oh, now we get to the crux of the matter. Crux. Nice word. I'm just saying we've reached it. Another Jackson's word for that. Out. Fulcrum. You know that point? Fulcrum. Yeah, here we go. That's <laughs> where we are. We understand now. You're saying the problem is that Jackson doesn't have – uh, threats. I'm saying he's got a threat, and Jackson can't get in the dang ball. He doesn't have a threat. I tell you what, Jackson's great at. What? Jackson is great when they go in man coverage, move r- moving around on the football field, and creating some exciting plays. And, and so that's what Texas Hill gonna be I, good at. I'm okay with that. That's I'm what Texas Hill's gonna I've be good got, at. I've got no problem with Jackson. You don't hear me complaining about Jackson. I've got no problem with Taysom Hill. You will not hear me say Taysom Hill's the best quarterback in the NFL. You will not hear me say Taysom Hill's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. You will not hear me say Taysom Hill's an elite quarterback. But the man ain't worth 140. Uh, ain't worth 140. You could have given that man $82 million. It would have been too much. Okay. But 140, they knew what they was doing because the whole back half of that contract is voidable. He's on right. a prove-it deal. Yeah, that and he's on a prove it deal that kind of has a back end extension to tie to it. But I don't think he's yeah. the biggest sign, you know what I'm saying, of this past week. Well, I mean, Dak me, re-signing with Cowboys. Dak is big and Aaron Jones is huge. Well, I still got news for you. Dak is not the best quarterback in the NFC East if Taylor starts. We've already had this discussion. Yeah, I right, rest my case in peace. He's been in here for here we go. three seasons, threw for multiple yards, won a division twice. It's not as good as the guy who's lost one game in his whole career. Anyway, moving on, the Panthers tagged hey, Taylor Moten uh, hey, this week. The Buccaneers tag Chris Godwin. I'm trying to remember these off the top of my head. There was a bunch of franchise tags going on this week, man. But I don't know. I thought the franchise tag on Godwin was interesting. Why? Why did you do it? You had to. You can't let him hit the open market. He's Why? one of Brady's favorite targets. No, but Brown Brady, may not come back. But there's rumors that Brady wants OBJ. There's rumors that they Brown's going to stay. You've got Mike. I mean, what what do you – you got Gronk coming back for another year. What – do you absolutely have to have him? I wouldn't have used it on Chris Godwin. Honestly, Barrett's a more pressing issue to me. That's Obviously, what I thought. You're going to lose him. Maybe not. Or you're going Tom to lose to restructure that deal. And- you're either going to lose. You, you got a good. I know Tom sacrificed for the team because yeah. he wants another Super Bowl. And I get, and I admire that. Yeah. But you still stand a chance of losing him or David. No, David's been signed. Okay, so I didn't yeah. see that part. Yeah. 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 So, but so you're still looking yeah, at. Yeah, he's two year 25 mil. But you're looking at losing him? I mean, and you, you do that, now that front looks different. Oh, for sure. No, for now sure. that front looks different. I, I think they'll re-sign Godwin, him, but... 
Yeah, but I would have let Godwin test his open market and you know what I'm saying, go ahead and get his back. I wish and they would have franchise tag back on Barrett. I wish they would have. Anyway, moving on. Because we it's need the saddest him. time of the year in March. If you're a Duke fan, it's typical. It's not typical, I'm sorry, but here's our NCAA tournament bracket, Jason. And we're starting the West region. Okay. How you feel about that one? I think it's gonna now, I who's think, our one seed in the West region? Uh Gonzaga. Because I couldn't say that. Appreciate you. Right. Go ahead. Uh but I, I think that this the person that's going to win the West is going to come down between Virginia and Gazaga in that third round. And whoever okay. wins that game is going to win the West. Yeah, I could very well see that, though. I think yeah. a sleeper team in that one is Iowa with Luke Garza. But Iowa lost today. Um, but Or, excuse me, on Sunday. But it's tough, man. That bracket, honestly, is not that bad. Uh, hey, Kansas has the three-seed, though, and a couple of players aren't going to travel there because of COVID. Yeah, the Virginia's probably the best team in that bracket. I honestly, think so. outside of... Oh, uh, the the one seed, so yeah. I don't see many other upsets. That bracket kind of boring to me. Like Oregon's yeah. all right. Yeah, I was uh, okay. Guard is like their main weapon. You you don't know what you're gonna get out of Kansas. <coughs> I, I you just don't. I mean, it it could be a very interesting bracket if pe- teams showed up and played. But this would be the least watched NCAA tournament in twenty years. But watch it end it. up being one of the best ones though. Yeah, I just because you got all these no name no like, name teams. I ain't gonna so, say no name teams, right, but they're but not like, typically yeah. yeah. Because uh, there, there's some names that are not on this list. We'll go over in a minute. Yeah. But move over to the South. Now, this one, this one I'm a little perturbed about. Uh, so, you got Baylor up there at number one. You got Carolina, what, at eight? I can't see their rankings. I think they were eight. Ohio State's at two. Virginia Tech at ten. All four of those teams. You know what bothers me? Carolina got the eight seed. And down in the bracket below them. And Georgia Tech, yeah. Has the nine seed. And they just won the NCAA. Oh, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? The ACC Conference don't have the player of the year. He props off to y'all, man. They're winning the COVID. Yeah, good job. Hey, you know, here's a quick question for you. You know, hey, do you consider conference titles and you know, hey, major sports titles tainted in 2021 or not? Yes. Okay, so it's not just me. No. Like, yeah, but I'm not sure how to explain it. Do it not sound like a jerk? I'm all right with it being tainted. It's just like, I understand. You that won, I get it. Yeah. But, but there's some circumstances that surrounding you winning that kind of make it night. But you know, you know, that's I take, not normal. I take it back though. You know why? Because wow. every year there's circumstances, That's players fair. get hurt. It, you know what? It's like when you, don't you, when you have lose whole your best, yeah, out yeah. Though. When you get your whole bet, but when you lose your best player, like yeah. some of these teams' best player goes out, <laughs> is it really fair? I mean, oh, is it That's is fair. it the same game? You know, That's so fair. I mean, I, maybe COVID's kind of like that great equalizer. You know, it you, might don't, be. you don't you never know. But in the, the in the Duke South, I mean, this could go either way. Baylor. I'm looking at Baylor, Carolina, Virginia Tech, Ohio State, and maybe Villanova. See, maybe I'm looking, Villanova. There's one team that just stands strong in this bracket to me, though, as Texas Tech at number six. And they may have a hard game in the second round going against Arkansas, but I think Texas Tech has been a team who made the conference game or excuse me, the title game a couple of years ago, and they are just really good. I mean, the Mac, um, oh, what's the kid's name? He transferred from Georgetown. Doe McClung is his last name. He looked like Grayson out of 2.0. He's pretty good. But, excuse me, Nova's obviously got Jay Wright, who's a two-time winning national title coach who's good. Who Carolina's going to win that bracket, though? Who you think's going to come out on top of the South? Because, you know, we narrowed it down. Carolina we think, got the worst draw. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's one me. of the toughest ones. Because yeah. if they don't lose to, or, or excuse me, to the Wisconsin game one, they've got Baylor next game. Yeah, that's tough. That eight seed is, and that's for everybody across the board, that eight seed is rough, R-U-F-F, rough. Yes. Carolina's going to be slick, man. But I think the sneaky team in this bracket, obviously, is Texas Tech to me. Texas Tech and Ohio State is a two seed. I hate to say this. Baylor rough, though, boy. Baylor I, rough. I hate to say it, but I think North Carolina's going to win this bracket. 
Yeah, do you think so? I think North Carolina is going to be in the Final Four. And it, you know what? As bad as it was for the ACC this year with COVID and stuff, if I'm being, if I'm going with my gut and my heart, it's going to be Virginia from the West, Carolina from the South, and let's see what we got in the other two don't, brackets. Don't go full ACC, bro. Because I'm a I normally you. don't. I normally <laughs> don't. But man, you said some I normally of the, don't. Uh, you know, I, I could be wrong because Baylor's tough, like you said. But when Carolina's on this season, they're <coughs> on. All right, we're touching East bracket though. With the number one seed is Michigan. No, Jawan Howard props to you, the former Fab Five center. You know, he was a long time assistant head coach. With uh, hey Eric Spoelstra doing the Miami Heat, he's been a heck of a coach in Michigan, man. He's bringing in recruits now. Um, he's the one seed. I think the sneaky team in that conference, and obviously I told you this on the break, is Colorado Georgetown. That's your twelve five upset in the first round. Uh, obviously Colorado is the five seed. Georgetown's the twelve seed. Georgetown honestly wasn't even going to make the tournament though until they won the Big East. Uh, hey tournament of props for them and Patrick Ewing. Um, that's the sneaky pick, man. They're riding a hot team right now. How is Florida State a four seed? So and they I just made the instant. So I will tell Who you. Who is seeing this bracket? I think one of the one. Have of they the, watched Florida State? Well, I think one of the sneaky teams in this I bracket. Can, I don't think they're going to win. Okay, uh, like the bracket. Okay, but if there's going to be a major upset, I know you're saying Georgetown over Colorado. I think UNC Greensboro might upset Florida State. Out. <sighs> this is one of those small teams. UNC Greensboro. No. Yeah, that was UNC Wilmington yeah. who bothered Duke a couple years ago yeah, in the first the, round. I'm telling you, UNCG's always got a well-rounded team. Um, they're not, you know, they're not by any means, uh, you know, some laxy-daisy yeah. uh, school. They come from North Carolina, obviously. Every North Carolina college has a, you know, a good basketball team for the most part. Yeah, but we, um, we do it right. Yeah, um, North Carolina be sneaking teams in yeah. left and right. So, yeah, you're right. I, but do I think Florida State will win that game? Yes. Do I yeah. think Florida State might end up winning this entire bracket? Maybe. I think it's going to be between them and Alabama. They'll have trouble with in the second round if Georgetown moves on to me. Another sneaky team in this Texas. bracket. I ain't gonna call them well, yeah. Obviously, like I was going to Alabama. I don't know if you call say, it two C sneaky yeah. that Alabama has played well with Nate Otis. Uh, hey, Nate Oates is their head coach. Obviously, you know what I'm saying they won their uh hey, regular season title and a tournament title. They've got a recruit uh coming in next year to JD Davison. Boys nasty. Capital N, capital A, capital S, definitely capital T and the capital Y. Boys nasty. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the number, one, the number one seed is not going to win this bracket. Um, I'm looking, honestly, if if Florida State can get past UNCG, and I know that's funny because UNCG is yeah. uh, you know, ranked 13. But hey, I, it happens it, every it hap- year. I'm telling you. It happens every year. If they can get past Greensboro, um, I think that it, it will come down between them and, and Alabama for the for the win. The, honestly, and because I'm that not much I'll going, agree with you with. Because I'm not going all Alabama, ACC, yeah, I'm okay. going to go with Alabama. That's but if I'm thinking, being real yeah. with you, my gut's telling me Florida State going to win this bracket. <laughs> and I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, man. It's, some, it's they lining lost Saturday up. night, though, but they got a good team out there. Leonard Hamilton needs to be in the Hall of Fame I, now. I'm saving my comment for later. I'm going to go ahead and take it back. I think it's going to come down between Florida State and Alabama. I'm putting Florida State in the Final Four with the other three ACC teams. I'm setting you up for something here in a minute. Go ahead, oh, down to the Midwest. Say Illinois, though, is the one seed in this bracket. That's the 1-1 one seed that's going to make the Final Four. Illinois is yeah, nasty. That's a bad team, bud. I'm so watching them play Duke early on this year, and they, you know, hurt They're them. bad, dude. And I've seen them play a couple more times at ESPN. They have a great point guard, a fantastic point guard. He's great on defense. So the big man's legit. I don't really see. Now, Illinois is going to win that first round. They're going to beat Georgia Tech in the second okay. round. I see, obviously, I, I, you know, West Virginia could do something here. Yeah, I, I think it'll come down between you West know Virginia that and Illinois. At worst, yeah, you know, Bob Huggins is going to have them playing some defense. So, like at worst, like okay, yeah, I think it's Syracuse come. and West Virginia. Though, if that becomes a three and eleven seed game, Ooh. that's going to be ugly to watch, boy. Mm-hmm. That's going to be super ugly. But who do you have? You know, 
Let me see. I got West Virginia and, and Illinois. Yeah, I'm trying to find a major upset in this bracket. And this one? Rutgers will beat Clemson, I believe. Probably, but think, that's not a major, though. Yeah, that's true. Where's Oklahoma State? Oh, hey, the best player in the country right now at number four on the Midwest bracket is Kate Cunningham. He's a 6'9 freshman point guard. He literally looks like Ben Simmons, except he can shoot and score more efficiently. He's 6'9. He distributes the ball. He plays defense well. He rebounds well. He's long, he's lanky, and he will be the first pick in the draft. Mark my words. All right, so I'm telling you, I think Oklahoma State and Illinois, whoever wins that, is coming out of the Midwest. Uh, I would say whoever. I think it's going to come down between Virginia. I mean, obviously, Illinois is going to play uh, yeah. Oklahoma State. Yep. But I think it's going to come down between West Virginia and Illinois in this bracket. I'm going to roll with Illinois. Okay. So, so three ACC teams. One non-ACC right. team. Now, the reason Give I, me Oklahoma I, State that bracket is the four seed. Would I love to see Georgia Tech win this bracket? Sure. Oh, for sure. Because I'd love to have an Georgia all- Tech, excuse me, has a really solid point guard, though, in Jose Alvarado, who – they got had a, a terrific bracket, game on Saturday night. Yeah, they got a rough one with the <laughs> yeah. nine seed in this bracket. Oh, Those yeah. eight nine seeds, boy, y'all don't get no love. Yeah, because if they win, hey, guess who's waiting for you? Illinois. Yeah. Sorry, well, I will Bob. tell you, the only reason I wanted it all ACC is so I could look at you this year and say, ACC filled up the Final Four, and guess who ain't there? <laughs> <laughs> like, the only one who's won five fan, titles. Yeah. Yeah. As it a would Duke hurt, fan, though. it would hurt, man. I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of cheering for us, man, as a conference. Like, I don't want to see Carolina win it. You know what I'm representation. I'm cool with it, man. All right, man. Let's hear uh, one more quick break before we get to our food segment. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this segment of Third and Eight on Nextdoor Radio at nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, what's this challenge called, Brandon? Bean Boozle. This is the OG classic. Bean Boozle, baby. Welcome back to 3rd and 8 here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get back to the show for the final segment. Here's Jason and Brandon. Hey, guys. So welcome back to 3rd and 8 on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Jason, this week, man, last week I suffered. I was having death <laughs> at number four. I'm not trying number five. I tapped out. I'm sorry. He lied. This week is, he lied. I heard, I heard you had a rough go of it on the way home and once you got there. <laughs> Boy, the next day was rough. <laughs> rough. <laughs> Capital letters. It sucked. Uh, anyway, the nice game probably won't be much better, Jason. It's called Bean Boozle. It's the OG classic, man. It's jelly beans in the container. Uh-huh. And each you know, hey, each flavor has either very good or very bad. Oh, great. All right, I popped out two flavors, though. You want the orange one or the brown one? I'll take the orange one. All right, what, what's my options here? Uh, All right, let me see. Bad or There's okay? There's the orange, yeah. <laughs> All right, mine's the black one. I got chocolate pudding or canned dog food. You got the orange <laughs> one. Is barf or peach? Dude, I sniffed that Hold container on. earlier. The 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 mixed contents. Oh, smell barf or peach? I'd rather smell <laughs> like I'm some. Oh man, I would no, take. Man, radio, like, I can't say what I'd rather smell, <laughs> but that's rough. I would take canned dog food over barf. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Oh my god! All right, me and you were gonna eat them. He's gonna keep the score. Whoever eats the most wins. Yes. Okay. All right, actually, whoever drops the most loses. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Go. All right, here we go. All right, so what flavor oh! do you, <laughs> what flavor did you get, Jay? Barf. I got dog food. <laughs> Which dog food do you think it is, Brian? You got some Alpo, moist and meaty. What you got? That's nasty, boy. That's that old Roy. That's that old Roy Dollar General, some gravy boy. Tray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm going to finish eating <coughs> instead of spitting it out. I'm impressed. 
Two more. So Brandon, Brandon and Jason have both plain white or white speckled. Oh, oh, plain white. What's my options? Don't don't eat it until we're done. Now that one's either gonna be coconut. No, no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Just let him have one. Coconut is one option. The other one I leave. Mine is dirty dishwater or birthday cake. Oh, hey, what we got here? That dog food hit, boy. What'd you get, Jay? I locked out. What'd you get? You got good. coconut? Yeah. Not spoiled milk. All right. Wait a minute. Not coconut. <laughs> oh, Brandon, what'd you get? I don't know. I can't taste this. I'm assuming birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, I guess. Oh, I brought one. Uh oh. All right, Jason. Hey, pink or speckled? Uh, pink. All right. <laughs> Your choice oh. is. Oh. Dead fish or strawberry smoothie? Pot. That's my choice. Yours is peach or barf again. <laughs> Ah. No, it's butter, popcorn, or rotten egg. Boy, these colors is confusing. I can't butter, have seen popcorn, or rotten egg. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible at this, dude. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got butter, popcorn? No, no, it's like peach or something. Bubble oh. gum. I got bubble gum. Uh, it's tutti frutti. Tutti right. frutti. Yeah. No. Did it? Did it look kind of tie dye? Mm, yes. Yeah, no, fruity. it was just like pink. Oh. What'd you get, uh, what'd you ah. get Brandon? I hate this container, boy. This ain't the old school container. I remember. All right. What'd you end up getting? Uh, oh, the mine with the smoothie one. Oh, you hit smoothie. Okay. All right, Jason. Three in my hand. Take one. One's orange. Oh, the one oh. speckling and one white. Oh, take this one. Wait a minute. All right. Yours is what again? I like orange. All right, Chris. See if you can tell me because obviously I'm colorblind over here. Okay, Helen so Keller style. If the orange one, it's either going to be dead fish or strawberry banana smoothie. All right. <coughs> Mine's. It's got like uh, hey, red markings and it's kind of pink. Oh, that's going to be either bar for peach. You ready? Oh. Set, go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I'm locked out. Oh, I did not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you get barf? <laughs> <laughs> Is that for sure barf? Oh, he spit one. one out. Yeah, that's baby. One. All right. Yeah. One nothing. Say Kirk Cousins sucks again. Fat he boy. does. I'm not fat. I'm extra <laughs> medium. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, oh, uh, white or black? Those are your two choices. Uh, brown. Give me that brown one. Okay, right. that's chocolate or what, Chris? Or it's either chocolate pudding or canned dog food. Oh, great! That dog food is rough. Hey, Brandon either has birthday cake, coconut, spoiled milk, or dirty hey. dishwater. Oh know. God! <laughs> you get canned dog food. <laughs> Spit it out again. Oh, oh my god, that's full of milk. It's so bad. Oh, that's what you got. Oh, oh, it's like baby formula. You know what's even worse? What? So, so you got spoiled milk, which is first of all amazing, but second of all, it's a jelly bean, so it's chunky like spoiled milk. You making it? Oh. oh, this is the best. God, I love being able to provide commentary for you fellas. This oh. And you both still have I it in your mouth chewing it. I can't chew it. Actually, you can chew Shut up, Chris. Milk. That's the nasty <laughs> part of it. <laughs> I say the milk's going back. Oh, can it. I have water? Oh, oh that's two. I can't can I have it. water now? If you, that oh. counts the same as... All right, yeah, oh. you can have water now. Oh, right. my God. It's freaking so nasty. Brandon's I'm down two to nothing, boy. I cannot do this. What are we Ooh. playing to? Because I'm ready to stop. Uh, <laughs> we are playing to 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. You want to go white or black again or just dump them out? Actually, this time I'll take the black one and you take the white one and we'll swap out. <laughs> oh, no. Dang, I think the black one's going to be good. You got chocolate pudding, didn't you? Nope. Oh, right <laughs> I have got one out of six that was good. Oh, my God. 
Oh, it tastes like chewing a sweaty gym sock. <laughs> now, there is one in here called Stinky Socks. Is that what you got? Oh, my goodness. This is nasty. I don't know what this is. It's not pleasant. What kind of, what, 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 what color was it? It is not It pleasant. smells like Alpo in here. Good Lord. It is yeah. not pleasant. The room smells like Alpo. <laughs> That's just me. No, no, no I'm playing. I don't smell that bad. Oh, wow. my God. Hey, What'd you get? I don't know. It's These weird. are the hardest like, like jelly beans to chew in human history. <laughs> They slow. <laughs> That's oh, so you can appreciate oh, the pain. So oh my God. What, what'd you boys get? What'd you get? I got dog food again. <laughs> second time. I don't, I don't know okay. what mine was. It was not pleasant. <laughs> I've had rotten milk behind dog food. <laughs> it might have been rotten milk. <laughs> oh, my God. So so I would like to know at this point in the challenge, you're about uh, six and three quarters of a minute through this. Um, what would you rather do again? This, this challenge, this. I would rather sit here and eat this with a fork in the Sahara <laughs> Desert oh, God. than go through. And, Even if oh. I blended them up with like rotten milk and oh, made no. a smoothie out of it, I I drink it in my nose. Oh I my wouldn't gosh! Care. No more uh, death nuts, huh? No. All right, keep going. What you got? One speckled, and I'll take the next one. All right, the speckled is either going to be dirty, uh, stinky socks. Uh, I got or the white one again. Oh. <laughs> There's also a stink bug and a toasted marshmallow in there. Nobody's gotten that I one. I got a good one. I got a good one. There's also booger and juicy pear, toothpaste, and berry blue oh. are the ones that I don't think anybody's gotten Hey, yet. if another white or black one comes out, we're going to trash it. Okay. <laughs> it is orange and speckled. I don't care. Give me one. Orange and speckled. All right, Chris. Hold on. Uh, hold on real quick, Jason. Hey, tell us, Chris. Tell you what. The flavors. Oh, orange and speckled? Yeah. Uh, that should be dead fish or strawberry banana smoothie. Ugh. Hold on, Jason. What you got? Orange. You got orange. Orange. <laughs> well, no, that's going to be dead fish or strawberry banana. What'd he get? I'm telling you, this is hard to see. Mine's oh, his is yellow. Mine's bar He's for either got rotten egg or buttered <laughs> popcorn. Oh! <laughs> Did he get rotten oh. egg? Oh, praise be, I got peach. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, please do oh, it. Please don't, do not throw up. <laughs> hey, if you got to throw up the trash cans over here, brother. Stay clear of my carpet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, Jason, just just for fun. <laughs> you know, oh, man. It's, so, is a. He looks like Kurt Cousins choking his wrong time. New rule. <laughs> New rule. Negative one point for spitting it out, negative two for throwing it up. <laughs> So you and Brandon are neck and neck. What? I, you. I held it. I didn't throw it up. White and black chocolate. Need some new flavors I'm out here. Fine. That's nasty, bro. We got speckled and clear. Hey, are you done or are you going to go again? Wait, He's wait. going again. <laughs> uh, Chris, come down over here. What's clear and speckled? That spoiled milk or coconut. And it looks like the tan is speckled. Uh, what's what in speckled? White is speckled. That's going to be dirty dishwater or birthday cake. All right, Jason. <laughs> I had spoiled milk followed by dog food, boy. So that Jason, was rough. was that for sure rotten egg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm crying, dude. That's nasty. Oh. Oh. So we, oh. oh, that'd be great. Oh, come on. Oh, boy. I tasted it in my throat. <laughs> oh, it does. That's where it goes. The worst two in there are spoiled milk and rotten egg. Have you had rotten egg yet? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I had spoiled oh, milk in the dog oh, food. Oh, All right, Jason. One more, right? Clear or speckled? I don't care. One I'll take the speckled. You take the clear. All right, ready? Go. What is this going to be? Horrible. <laughs> that is dead fish. Oh, my oh. goodness. 
Wait, who got dead fish? Brandon got dead fish. Jason, what'd you get? <laughs> Other than pain and suffering. Oh, man. Oh, that dead fish. Oh, it goes up your nose. Oh, oh man. That's like chewing a, a trout. <laughs> Jason, what you got? Chris, leave us out before we die. Uh, oh. <laughs> he got the, he got uh, don't bring it out. We're tied up. Don't quit. Don't oh. quit. All right, so right You're now. You're the hero of your story. Right there you now, go, baby. Since he did not throw that one up, we've got Brandon spit out two, Jason spit out one. That gives Jason the lead in this week's game. Yeah, but he's puking on count for nothing. No, he didn't puke. Didn't he didn't actually puke. puke. He, he dry heaved. He did not hey, puke. Hey, Ugh. congrats. Right. <laughs> he performed in prime time wearing a Kirk Cousins jersey. Somebody <laughs> had to. Thank you guys for joining us at Nextdoorradio and nextdoorradio.com. Oh.